fire. We're going to start reading verse number 20. Book of Daniel, chapter number 3. The Bible says, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, their hats, and their other garments, and were cast in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king commandment was urgent that the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fiery of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Verse 25. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before You, Father, as humble as I know how, Lord, so thankful, Father, for this day that You've given us. Lord, I thank You, Father, for an opportunity You've given me to preach tonight, Lord. Father, I ask and pray that You'll take Your Word. You'll bless it, Father. Lord, I pray that You'll fill me up tonight, Lord, that You'll put me out of the way, Father. Put my flesh aside, Father. That You'll use me tonight, Father, to be a blessing, Lord. That Most of all, Lord, I might glorify You. I love you, Father, and I thank you, Lord, for asking these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I was thinking, I've, I heard a song the other day that's called, He's Still in the Fire. I'd never thought about it. I've read this passage a hundred times, but never thought about it. Verse 26, The Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come forth and, shatter, and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was a hair on their heads singed, neither were their coats changed, for the smell of the fire passed upon them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. Where'd Christ go? He stayed in the fire. There's purpose in the fire tonight. You know, this fire was a fire of persecution for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They, they took a stand for God. They took a stand against the king. Yeah. And they were cast into a fire because they stood up for God. But our God, being as mighty and as holy as He is, He delivered these three boys out of this fire. Christ was in the midst of the fire. Christ was in the fire before Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got there. And He was there after they were out. Whenever we go through fires and trials in our life, Christ is already in the fire before you go through the trial. There's a purpose behind that. There's a purpose for Christ being in the fire. There's a purpose for the fire. If you read, as you read on a little further in this chapter, it says that Nebuchadnezzar made, made a decree that everybody should worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar saw something that day in that fire. He saw Christ in that fire. That fire was a witness for God through Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So here's my question to you. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had not listened to God and bowed down to this image, would Nebuchadnezzar have known the Lord? 
This was a fire of persecution. There's a purpose for it. We're going to be persecuted throughout our walk with the Lord. And I, and I hate to say it, but I believe our government's coming to this point that Nebuchadnezzar was at. You have to bow down to the government or they're going to come in and shut us down. But you know what? If we stand strong through that fire, Christ is already in that fire. He's, ready, he's prepared to take that fire with us. If we just hang on to that blessedness of God. But I was thinking about something else. Open the book of John, chapter number 11. This is the story of Lazarus. I was thinking about one verse. Verse number 4. When Jesus heard that, He said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. That's the purpose of the fire. The trials that we go through as Christians, that's the purpose of it. Faith in God. That's the purpose behind the fire tonight. Whenever we go through the fire, is that God might be magnified and glorified through that trial we're in. Because think about it. If you go through your whole life and everything is just peaches and cream and hunky-dory, everything's good to go, would you glorify God on a regular basis? True. No. Because, because that trial is, is, is where your faith comes in. That trial that you're going through is where your faith comes in. Toby and Leah have been, have been having a trial with Lawrence. They've been concerned. They've been worried about it. But God's been right in that fire with them. Walking them through it, holding on to their hands. And guess what? God is getting the glory for what happened. That baby began a pound. That's glorifying to God. Because that's who they give the praise to. Because that's the only person we should give the praise to. Whenever this man comes up and preaches a great message, that's God. We glorify God for that. Whenever that man, this man gets up here and steps all over us, for the way we live, the way we act, the way we talk, that's God. There's a purpose behind the fires that we go through. The fire that Lazarus went through was quite possibly the greatest fire of all. He went through death. But guess what happened? God got the glory for it. Imagine the testimony that Lazarus had. The man that was blind. That's a great testimony. The man that was a leper. The man that had the withered hand. I could go on and on. The feeding of the 5,000. Lazarus was dead. Christ raised him up. That's a testimony. I was dead. My heart was not beating anymore. But Christ came my way and raised me. We all have that same testimony if we're saved. We were dead in our trespasses of sin. God wanted nothing to do with us. But He sent His Son Christ to die that we might have access to that holy room. God has a purpose for the fire that He might be glorified. Every trial you face, God has a purpose in it. There's a purpose behind it. What does verse 4 say? The Son of God might be glorified thereby. Are we giving God the glory tonight for everything that we do? i got to lose this time. I'm about to die. I'm burning up. There's a purpose behind it. Whenever God is on our side, we cannot fail. Whenever, whenever, whenever it feels like the entire world is on your shoulders and there's nowhere else to turn, He's to turn to. The Bible says, cast all your care upon Me. Why? Because I careth for you. I believe that tonight. Don't you? Yes, sir. He cared so much for you that He took nails in His hands and feet and a crown of thorns on His head. That's how much He cares for you tonight, church. 
Whenever a man like that looks at you and says, cast all your cares upon me, I take him at his word for it. Because God cannot lie. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They refused to bow down. Nebuchadnezzar got angry. Our country's in that state right now. We might offend somebody if we worship God in public. We might hurt somebody's feelings. I tell you what, church, I'd rather hurt the world's feelings than hurt God's feelings. I'd much rather make someone cry than to make the Lord disappointed in me. Because guess what? The world's opinion does not matter to me. God's opinion matters to me. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not care what Nebuchadnezzar said to them. He, he, he told everybody, you're going to be cast into a fire if you don't bow down and worship that image. Their faith in God was strong enough that they said, no, king, we're not going to bow down. We're not going to worship you. And what happened? He cast them into the fire. But Christ was in the fire waiting for them. The Bible says the fire was so hot that the men that threw them in were consumed. Makes, well, it makes sense to me that at that moment, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have been consumed too if it was that hot. And, here, and here's something else in that story. Whenever they got out of the fire, the smell of smoke wasn't on them. Their fi- their, the fire had not singed any of their hairs. They came out the way that they went in. That's what God does. You go into the fire with Christ on your side, you're going to come out the other end victorious. Whenever Peter, whenever they were all out on the boat, God bid Peter, Christ bid Peter come to him, and he came to him, and he fell, and he looked away, and he began to sink. That was a fire. Put his eyes back on Christ, and Christ pulled him out of that fire. Regardless of what the problem is, I can assure you that God can handle it. The Bible says that he, that he measured the universe in the span of His hand. So your problem's nothing for God. Brother Ralph, I'm going to pick on you for a minute. Ralph, you're battling cancer. I don't know what that's like. I don't. That's a fire you're going through. Christ is in that fire with you, brother. He's got, your, he's got His hands all over you, watching over you, looking out for you. That's a fire. Sickness is a fire that you're going to go through, that I'm probably going to wind up going through, unless the Lord tarries, unless the Lord comes back. Excuse me. Regardless of what it is, whether it be cancer, a baby issue, a loved one that's lost, Christ is in all of those fires. Every one of them. doesn't matter what the problem is. You've got lost loved ones that you're so burdened for. Loved ones that need to come to know the Lord. But you know what? He's still in the fire. Yeah, that's right. Glory! I'm so thankful for that. Amen. Christ loves you so much tonight. He loved you enough to die for you on the cross. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Regardless of what the problem is, regardless of how bad it may seem, he's in the fire. That's right. And he's not going anywhere. Yeah. 
He's got our back tonight, church. Regardless of how bad things may get, regardless of how bad things may become, regardless of how further into hell this country goes, God is still on our side. God is still looking out for us. God still has control. As long as we stay faithful to Him, He'll continue to watch out for us. He's got our back tonight, church. Looking out for all of our best interests. Regardless of the problem, regardless of how bad it is, Aren't you thankful tonight, church, that we have a God that still loves us? Aren't you thankful tonight that He's still in the fire? He's still looking out for us. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't care. They didn't care what would happen to them. They were not going to turn their back on God. And I've seen people with problems far smaller and what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through and they threw it up. I'm, I'm done. I, I can't deal with this anymore. If you stand before death like they did, you maintain that faith like they did. Because I have no reason to turn my back on God because He has yet to turn His back on me. And He never will. He's going to continue to look out for His church. Regardless if it be Wall Ridge, Grove Heights, whatever church it may be, God's in control. God has everything in the palm of His hand. It's good to be here tonight. Amen. The purpose of the fire is that God will be glorified. You know, people are funny. You, You watch it a lot. Something bad happens. Oh God, why did this have to happen to me? But then the moment things start going good, what do they say? Look at what I did. Look at what I did to get my life in the way that it is. You had nothing to do with it. My new job that I have, God sent that. I appreciate you all so much for praying for me. I love my new job. God gave me that job. That was a fire. No clue where the money was coming from. No clue what we were going to do. God stepped in and God provided. So that may seem small to some. To me, that was big. A baby gaining a pound. To some people, okay. To this man, regardless of what it is, church. God's in the fire. He's looking out for us. I can't say it enough, Toby. I cannot say it enough. God is still in the fire. And He's not leaving the fire. It's going to be there until He comes back. Waiting. Whenever you're ready to go through that trial. I'm so thankful for what God's done for us tonight. So thankful for all the good news we hear. Lawrence getting a pound. My new job. That's the first two that popped into my head. My baby's doing great too. That's from the Lord. He's growing. All of these things. What have we got to complain about? What have we got to worry about? So easy sometimes to forget that He's in the fire. It's easy. It's so easy because that's how our flesh operates. That's that's what the flesh does. The flesh begins to come all over you. Anglin's not going to... Prayer's not going to fix anything. Prayer fixes everything. That's That's our direct line to God. It's prayer. I believe Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were doing some praying on their way to the temple and be thrown into that furnace. I believe it with all my heart. God delivered them. 
Mary and Martha, the tomb of Lazarus, they were heartbroken because their brother was dead. What did Christ say? His sickness is not unto death, that the Son of God might be glorified. God has a divine purpose, church. Regardless of what it is, regardless of, of what the problem might be, God has a divine purpose for every single one of you tonight. I tell the kids that in children's church all the time. God has a purpose. There's a purpose for the fire. Let me ask you this. Would your faith be as strong as it is now if you hadn't gone through the fire? What does fire do to a precious metal? Makes it pure. It, it, it pulls all, all of the bad stuff out of it, all the stuff you don't want in it. Whenever you superheat gold, it pulls all the carbon and everything else you don't want out of it. Makes it pure. That's what God does to you when you whenever you go through the fire. Yeah. Makes you pure. Increases your faith. The Bible says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. Yeah. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in that verse. Kids know that verse. Kids can sing you that verse. <clears throat> Are we diligently seeking the Lord tonight to help us through our problems, our trials, our troubles? Are we diligently looking to Him for the answers? Or is He always a last resort? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that was the first place they went was to their God. Mary and Martha, when Lazarus was sick, where'd they go? They went to Christ. Where are you going tonight? Is Christ in your fire tonight? I can tell you right now that He is. Are you seeking Him tonight? 